Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of MindfulLiving.today. You can also find us on Facebook at Mindful Couple. And as always, I would urge you to join our very supportive group on Facebook groups, Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad. That's on Facebook groups. And we're also on Instagram, the Mindful Couple. I keep forgetting we are on the Mindful Couple on On Instagram. Instagram. With that, let me slide into today's episode and... uh, we talked about a variety of topics this morning while we were walking to see what we wanted to chat about. I think today we're going to talk about two questions that if you ask yourself every day and you consider them, you might find yourself improving your life a little bit and becoming at least a little bit happier. And I haven't decided what the title is yet, so <laughs> that's why I'm sort of just talking about it. You'll probably see it then when I actually post it. And we had a little bit of a discussion about that, and I was going to say, let's discuss how to argue productively (laughs) because we were exploring different options and ways of recording this. And we, I don't know that we disagreed per se, but it was just interesting thing. So anyway, two questions questions. that you should ask yourself every day. And let let me ask you what, uh, where did these come from and what are the two questions? Because I think you're the one that uh, started started to change your life a little bit by asking these questions. So the first question came from, Oh boy, um, can't remember. It might be uh, Tal Ben Shahir. Oh, happier. Happier. It uh-huh. might be that, but um, for some reason, it's just gone completely out of my head where it came from. Um, and the first, well, here's what I like about these questions. What I like about both of these questions is, first of all, they force you to put yourself in the moment to experience. Your always body, a, your mind, your thought, yes. your thinking, your surroundings, all that kind of stuff, which to me um, is a great way to... Improve your mindfulness. Improve your mindfulness, but also expand your understanding of how you are navigating and experiencing life. Okay. And for me, I think life for most of my, up until a couple of years ago, so 58 years, uh, the last four years maybe, someone's 62, um... A lot of it was just a blur. I just experienced so many emotions and feelings. It, I, it just felt like life was constantly overwhelming without okay. having sure. any idea sure. what I was really feeling um, and what I was really experiencing. And so the first one, uh, I believe, came question from number one. Question number one is: This is what it feels like too. So it's not really a question, but it's a statement. Well, it ends with a question. Mark. It could. It could because there's there's an implied. Obviously, since it's empty, you're going to fill in the blank. But um, when you first hear this, it sounds very like innocuous. Like, how could that possibly? So, give me an example what it means to be to ask that question. So, all right, I can give you the perfect example. All right. So, um, for me, most of my life, I did not feel lovable. I felt outside of everybody and everything. I felt very disconnected. 
um, very lonely. Mm -hmm. And to cover that up as a human, our human response to that is to cover it with anger, cover okay. it with whatever. And, and the emotions, I mean, when you start feeling this way as a child, emotions to me, if you don't have any coping skills, which I had none, emotions become this rubber band ball of, okay. of stuff. It's just glommy stuff. There's a lot of stuff that we've that talked just, about before. Right, you can't right. really tell what it is. It's just, it's just, ah. Right, yeah, it's like ick. Ick is it, and, I, and you don't have any idea what it is. And so it's very hard if you're experiencing that ball of emotions when something is not perfect, which most of life is not perfect, uh, to know what am I feeling? Is it a good feeling? Is it a bad feeling? Is it something that I need to do something about? Is this actually a moment when I'm being cherished and I don't recognize it? Okay. Is this actually a moment? Am I really being disrespected or being talked down to or whatever? Like all of that stuff becomes unclear when you don't have the right coping mechanism and the decoding system to process it as it comes at you. And that's mm -hmm. what I've had to learn. So the best example I can give you is um, we've been married how many years? 42 years? 40, coming on 42. 40, 42 coming up. Um, and you're, you're delightful. You are a lovely husband, probably the best <laughs> husband. I mean, you, you are a devoted, wonderful, wonderful man. I'm very fortunate to have you and always have been. Um, but because of my frame of mind and where I came from, I, I did not know what the feeling of love was. So even though I knew a relationship was special, I didn't feel loved because I didn't know okay. what, you know, it's not like you can feel tape coming off. You know, what is that? What okay. is that feeling? What is that feeling associated with being loved? And um, so this experience is, this probably happened four years ago, uh, about the time that I started reading this book. And um, you were going off, oh, it must have been longer than that because you were going off to work. So it was when you were okay. still working, so maybe six years ago. And um, you were heading out the door and it said you came back and you kissed me on the head. And I had been practicing that statement. Okay. And that statement immediately came to mind. This is, this what, is what it feels, it feels like. like to be loved. Ah, okay. I'm glad, and, I, and, could, I'm glad <laughs> I could pass that along. And so that, oh, that was really oh, nice. the first time other than the overwhelming feeling of young, you know, infatuation. Right. It was really the first time that I was like, I get it. I get it. I get that this is what it is. And it changed how I viewed a lot of things oh, because okay. suddenly I was able to put a name to a reaction, to a response, to a oh, demonstration helps or whatever. You, helps you sort out your emotions right. and what's and going I, on in my body and my brain right. with my stories and my background and all that stuff. Right. And, and in order to do that, I did have to, when I first started doing this, which I practiced this for weeks before that, that mm -hmm. particular experience, um, but I did have to print off a list of emotions. Well, yeah, and we've talked about that before, I think, the, you know, practicing those, like, oh, this is what it feels like to be loved. Right. This is what it feels like when I'm angry. Right. This is what it feels like when I'm sad. Right. This is what it feels like when I'm happy, you know, right. all of those kinds of things. You know, when you practice that, ask that question or question what, it, what yes. is I'm... You could also flip it around and say, what am I feeling right now? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so this, it feels like this when it feels like uh -huh. this too. Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, and, and I urge when you try this, don't settle for the automated knee-jerk responses. Okay. Angry, right. happy. Those, those are the ones that, you know, come easily to mind. Right. 
what's that what's that next layer down and it's when you start looking at that next layer or even the third layer down right that you can come up with some of those really specific cherished you know instead of loved cherished and i think as you practice this you'll find that the nuance of different types of experiences is is incredible yes you know it's like it's like a it's like the it's like a box of crayons it is you know when you start off you have like your eight colors right, right. <laughs> with the big fat crayons that are hard to color with. <laughs> and the more practiced you get with this, now right. I have now a 32 box of crayons right. or a 64, 64 box gosh, of, or 128. Right. Like I have all these subtle I different crayons and I can, and, right. and I can, you know, I can color the picture of life to use this metaphor. Yeah, it's a beautiful metaphor. So much more thoroughly, fully. completely, fully. Yes. And, uh, really and now you're, and, and, and in that way you are experiencing life more fully right. because you're not just feeling to me I had one I had two choices I was either angry oh, no I have three angry <laughs> sad or happy oh okay yeah, I mean yes. like that was that was all I had gotcha. you know and uh-huh. so when you only have three life becomes kind of flat yes. you know yes. <laughs> well it's and, kind of gray and, and beige and your, and your ability to react and negotiate and navigate life becomes very, very one one dimensional uh, uh, and very narrow yeah. just very very narrow like I, I can either say oh yeah that's great let's go for a drink together right. or i can punch you in the nose right <laughs> that's my choices <laughs> okay that's really that's awesome so the first question was what it, this, this is, is what, what it feels, feels like, like when, to or when. when so what is the second question that has been so profound the for second you? question i just read and it's in this little book, I think it's called The Little Book of Gratitude okay. or some little journal of gratitude okay. or something. It's this beautiful little, very small, like uh, five by seven, very okay. thick book with gold gilt edges. Um, they've done a beautiful job of making it feel very special and treasured. Mm-hmm. But each page has um, a, just actually the science of gratitude and happiness. Okay. And uh, this is from a, I want to say a professor that studies happiness and gratitude out of maybe Stanford. Okay. I could be remembering Big wrong. center there. Um, anyway, and so in order to um, be more aware of what you are experiencing in the moment, uh-huh. and especially to be aware of moments that, it, that it's good, that uh-huh. something good okay. is happening, mm-hmm. you ask, and this, is, this has to be a question, is this one of those precious moments is this one of those happy moments is this one of those you know moments to be grateful okay. for or what what could i be grateful for in this moment okay. gotcha. um and again it sounds ridiculous but i had a very profound experience that we okay. just shared on our podcast uh over at the dentist um, on Thursday, whatever mm-hmm. day it was, I went to the dentist and I'm terrified of the dentist, literally terrified. Um, and so there, there is nothing like, there is nothing good for me. <laughs> there is no it's good for it. Two is, hours of terror. It, it, it is and absolute distress. terror. It is absolute terror. And waiting to be paid. Right. <laughs> waiting for something awful to happen and waiting to be not listened to and, and right. anything. Um, and, and because I've been practicing this question for only a couple days, okay. okay, but while I'm laying there and they're asking me to open my mouth and I'm ready for, you know, whatever they're going to do, which was not, tr- it was just really the dentist looking in my mouth, but all of a sudden mm-hmm. that question came to my mind. Is this one of these moments that something wonderful is, is happening okay. that I need to be grateful for? And lo and behold, there was. And what did you find? <laughs> 
Well, this I've, I've searched long and far and hard for a dentist that is good for me, okay. that works well for me. And the hygienist was so patient and so kind and listened to me so well that I could not have asked for a more perfect experience. Okay, awesome. And so my gratitude was that, you Just know, I, I don't, I, yes, I feel terror, but wait a minute. I also Some... can feel gratitude. And when I felt the gratitude, the fear went away. You oh, know, the yeah. fear lessened. It didn't right, go away right. because I'm training myself. Nice. Excellent. But it definitely lowered the fear and made me realize I'm I'm safe with these people, with this particular dentist, mm -hmm. this particular nice. hygienist. I'm Excellent. safe. So I know that's a very long explanation of why those two <laughs> statements are so important. But I think uh, it, it just like we've talked about many, many times. You know, if you if you pay attention and you inculcate and cultivate the ability to find, I don't want to say the silver lining, but find something joyful, blissful, right. uh, peaceful in almost every situation, you can find it. Right. You absolutely there, can. There's something there. There is something and there. And if you teach yourself to seek those out, it will become more and more natural. Yes. And even, even things that are particularly horrible, when you find something that's peaceful, good, makes you happier. Nice, smile, calming, cheering. It will just make those experiences so much better. So yeah. much more. Well, that's the thing. Livable. More tolerable. That yeah. is, it makes the, the, the struggles, right. it makes the struggles more tolerable. It, it, so it evens out the ups and downs. So right. you don't have the, you know, the terrified, the, you know, the really peaks and valleys. It smooths life out. And God, what more can we ask for? And so the just one thing would be, Ask one of those questions. Well, ask one of those. You know, pick one of them, choose one, and use it for three weeks. You know, just just make make yourself. And I think the more, ask it over and the and more over. often the first one, for example, the more often you pause and say, "This is what, what it feels, feels like, like when," too, or "This right. is what it feels like too." I think you'd be able to di differentiate and be able to more fine tune what emotions. Oh, absolutely. What, what physical sensations you're feeling yeah. at, 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 during any given any given situation. Right. Right. And again, the more you practice finding something. To be Good, grateful for, grateful for, etc. In any given situation, the more the it's easier, going to become yes. natural to you. To right, do and and it shifts. It shifts how you view life because your brain is now trained to look for the good things instead of looking for and the bad. And to emphasize again, you know, these are things that are not necessarily easy. No, it takes practice. Uh, and they're they're things that. Um, you know, you may not get an immediate breakthrough right. in terms of being happier, but I guarantee if you practice, if you them, practice it, it's going to make your life much more rich. satisfying, rich, improve your, you don't like the term well-being, but right. it's going to make like, you it's happier. Okay. It's going to, it's going to enhance your joy. Yes. Yes. And it evens, you know, it makes the, it makes the hard times less hard. It just makes what, the hard times be less hard. Right. right. And so with that, this has been Just, just One, one thing. thing.